0: Tuesday night. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. Tonight is the Tuesday night flight. KG, PC, big guy KG, Midnight Rider. We're your host tonight. Hope you guys had a good day. Getting ready for hump day. KG, talk to hump. him. Hump day!
1: Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Guess, tomorrow is. Guess tomorrow is Mike. Welcome, oh. ladies and gentlemen. I am back. I am here. I am live. Uh, had to handle some things, but I am in here. Uh, Blue Roses 26. Is that one of my kids? Hello. I'm you. That's you?
0: Why are you using your sister's name? Because I'm you.
1: <laughs> that would be one of my children. Hello. <laughs> she start waving out of nowhere, but uh, hey, we are here Saturday. I'm sorry, Tuesday night flight. It's me, it's me, as the big guy KG, as we heard, uh, sitting there with the Midnight Rider. Um, should be joined by the Man of the Hour, Delonte, later or sometime during the show. Uh, the Boss BJ, I believe, is out tonight. So, uh, Midnight Rider, first and foremost, how you feeling?
0: I'm doing good, man. I'm um, ready to get this show underway, man. We got to add a couple more of the graphics too, man. Um, oh yeah, we gotta get we gotta have a production meeting. Yeah, cause uh, the boss BJ unlocked some things,
1: so it's a it's a it's a few new wrinkles up in
0: here. You're not a, the the trip the screen where you put this on the side and lead a map up. Well, I do, and since you <laughs> said that.
1: Since you said that, we need to get into this NFL Week 10 recap. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. So the aforementioned flip is the right that, And is. we're going to start this off with the Browns, the old Browns versus the new, new Browns. Make sure we, we got that up on the screen. You got
0: that up on the screen. You
1: good. Huh, there we go. Uh the Ravens that so raven their way to a loss in this game and it's heartbreaking because the Ravens were up 31-17 and they wound up losing this game 33-31. Uh Midnight Rider before I get into the stats, what are your thoughts on this game?
0: Uh real it's just the way the Ravens lose ball games. Um they've done this this is their MO. That's when we came up with the that's so raven It's what they do. They get a lead. um, They try to sit on it. All of a sudden, another team comes back. Something happens. I think this game, we had the um, pick six. So it started with a crazy pick six to start the game with Cal Hamilton batting the ball all the way. um, And actually batting it to himself and just walking into the end zone to score the first seven. And then later on um, in the ball game, There's a tip pass, and Cleveland intercepts it and takes takes it in for the touchdown. Um, It's like sometimes it's amazing the type of luck they have in the fourth quarter. Uh, It's shocking, to be honest with you. But you wouldn't be in this position if you didn't close this out. I agree. I agree.
1: Uh, We're joined by the man-day hour. Power of power, too sweet to ever be sour. I don't know where he went. There you go. Delonte is joining us. Uh, we're talking about Browns, Ravens. Deshaun Watson, he had a lot of incompletions in this game. And I was like, man, what is he doing? So I sat there and I watched intently. Uh, his receivers let him down a lot. He was 20-34, 213 yards, a touchdown in the interception. Lamar Jackson, 13-23, 223, a touchdown and two picks. Uh, Lamar Jackson led the Ravens in rushing eight carries, 41 yards. Um, Ford led, led the Browns. 17 carries 107. He ran very, very hard. Uh, Amari Cooper doing Amari Cooper thing, six catches, 98 yards, and Zay Flowers, five receptions, 73 yards. Uh Delante, uh, uh few there. Any thoughts on this Ravens Browns game?
2: Hey, what's, what's going on, fellas? Um I the Ravens, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They had the game. You know what I'm saying? But this is this was a game of uh you know they had it, but you know, Cleveland man, they just they wanted it more. So, you know, you, you saw how it ended with that late interception. But the uh the Ravens, man, they will they'll, they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back. They got a good squad. Uh Super Bowl contender, so they'll bounce back. And
1: Matt jumps in. Uh, life is miserable here in Cleveland now. Life is mi- miserable here in Cleveland now. After that win, they may not lose another game for the rest of the year. Per most here, Super Super
0: Browns,
1: yeah. That that that's saying a lot. That's I mean, that's thing. really saying a lot.
0: Dude, Matt is right on point with that. They they go from. Trying to complain about why they gave up Josh Dobbs for a fifth round pick. Why didn't they plan the head better? Why are they playing PJ Walker? PJ Walker peels off a couple wins. Um, they win this ball game. All I heard Monday. Super Bowl, Super Browns. Yeah. Sorry. I just like doing that if you can't tell.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say this, and I'm being realistic, not hating. Uh, the Browns have not been a Super Bowl contender since 88. If you want to call it that.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: They lost, I mean, the, the Broncos, not only the Broncos, the Raiders, the Broncos, uh, the goal line has been their detractor to the Super Bowl. Whether it was the drive one, the drive two, the fumble, uh Rocket Red 88. You shoot yourself in the foot every time. So uh Paul says, I remember the first time I smoked pot too. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the great space coaster. <laughs> Next up, the 49ers look like they're trying to arrive, but they have yet Ooh. to. Um They beat the Jags 34-3 to uh, before we get into the stats. Once
0: again, midnight Rider. I think the Jags just had one of those can't-get-right games. Like, they just couldn't get anything done. They couldn't get anything going. And it just seemed like San Francisco, every time, like, even they tried to get a, a breath in, San Francisco would just keep hitting with body blows and body blows. And actually, I would like to say that it was actually nice for the first time all season to actually see Chase Young explode off the line of scrimmage into a pass rush. It was a beautiful thing. Now I've seen unicorns and I've seen Chase Young come out, explode out of his three-point stance and attack the quarterback. Only thing I'm waiting on next is a Debra and Santa Claus.
2: Delante. Yeah, I agree with uh, Midnight Rider, man. I, I think this is one of them games with Jacksonville. It just, it just, it was a downward slope from the from the get go, and it just never recovered. Um, San Francisco, man, that that defense is is loaded. You know what I'm saying? Um, they got a couple head cases on their defense, but you know it, it's 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 loaded nonetheless. Um, so. You know, 34 to 3. Yeah, I can I'm not surprised. Uh
1: I'ma say this. This is a typical 49er win. You you have a bad stretch, and then you come and you I mean, this wasn't a tomato cane, so I won't say that, but it's a typical 49 er win. And the 49ers history has always been indicative of them battling adversity and coming back. And winning big. It's just it's like those Bill Walsh, George Thieford teams, only just without the postseason success. Let's say that. But this this is a good team. I give them a lot of shit, but this is a good team. Um what? what? What was that? What are you my censor? Was I not supposed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm being censored over here. But Brock Purdy, 19 of 26, 296 and three TDs. Trevor Lawrence, 17 of uh, 29, 185, two picks. Uh, McCaffrey, 16 carries, 95 yards. ATN, uh, nine carries, 35 yards. Kittle, three catches, 116. Christian Kirk, six catches, 104. Um, quick question before we go on to the next one. Do you guys really think the way Christian Kirk has been playing that he's worth the money that Jacksonville gave him?
2: No, sir. No, sir. this he I think Jackson let me tell you something? Jacksonville, they paid for the Arizona version of Christian Kirk. What they're getting is the uh great value version of Christian Kirk, and we're actually talking about Christian Kirk. So nah, he 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 he, he got paid. That's all I'm gonna say. He got paid. You know how they well, go.
0: I think Jacksonville paid the Jacksonville tax. Um yeah. they paid the tax that they're, they weren't a good team. They have a quarterback. They lucked into making that smart move to get Ridley. But to be honest with you, Ridley hasn't has been real quiet lately. Um, I got to double check stats, but I don't remember him having a big game the last couple of weeks. Maybe he's been hurt. But and Paul, if you're listening, fill me in. Give me give me the info. Um, but yeah, it's been something about him. The whole season. like he hasn't shown up since they they um, came back from Europe
1: uh v williams checking in with a lot of love to love all thank you thank you thank you love makes the world go round. the motto around these offices ele everybody love everybody so you know just like jackie moon said everybody love everybody uh paul is here he's checking in he says uh jags were so flat from the jump and at three losses the offense could not get out of first gear purdy's first td should have been a pick but the wheels came off uh, he also says um uh, Kirk's stats are better than better than where he is his where his pay rankings are he is outperforming the that contract and Ridley is confirmed just a guy
0: mm-hmm. straight from Duval
1: Yep our residents a resident Jacksonville Jaguars insider Paul Cordova uh, next game the Chargers take on the Lions. The Lions stay hot. 41-38 win. The Chargers just charger and lost this game, Midnight Rider.
0: I'd like to welcome to the show my man Jameer Gibbs. My God, it took him forever to use him the right way. But he's been going the last couple of weeks. And um, Detroit just – Detroit's offensive line and everything – you know what? It makes me mad that I'm a, a Commanders fan to a certain extent. Because Com- Campbell has been there for about three or four years. He's shaped that team. He's molded that team. And we don't have an identity. But you you watch Detroit play. Detroit is a physical team. They're going to pound you with their offensive line. They actually invested in their offensive line, which is a novel case. Um, not everybody does that. A lot of teams take five years to rebuild. Because it takes them that long to rebuild their offensive line. Um it's it's, it's amazing when, when you see a team built and have an identity, and all of a sudden they place that identity. And and I think that's what you saw this weekend. You know, Montgomery with the long run, Gibbs with two touchdowns. Uh this Detroit just came out and just flat out just got out physical them. And then the Chargers with their explosiveness stuck around, but it's something that the Chargers got fired Staley. I'm sorry. That's they're they're holding too much talent hostage right now. Um, there's no way this team should be four and five. It's it's just it, that no.
1: Devontae?
2: I'ma I'm say this. Detroit, man, they, they definitely got it on us. Um I know y'all remember they they had a season when they didn't win a game at all. 0 sixteen laughing stock, all that. But they built through the draft. And like Midnight Riders said, they they invested in their offensive line. They invested in other certain aspects, you know, so they can, their team can be better. So, you know, this is the product that you see today. Uh, Jared Goff, he was traded. You know, they, I guess the Rams, they thought he was a has-been. Nah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he's cooking on a low. He's doing his thing on you know what I'm saying on the low. Well, I mean it's you know, they they you know notice now, you know what I'm saying? They seven and two. They got major props on uh ESPN first take earlier. Um, but this Lions team, man, that's they they tough. Um we gotta see them in a few weeks. And I'm 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 scared for real. You know what I'm saying? And that game is gonna be in Detroit. Um the Chargers, I also agree they way better than a four or five record. Um, this is a uh, reflective on bum-ass coaching. You know what I'm saying? Um, Staley, man, is just ain't cutting it. Um, ain't cutting it. Like Justin Herbert, that dude, he's a top five, maybe top four QB in the league, period. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just a, a slump village. You know, no pun intended um, product that we're seeing with – the Chargers, so I won't be surprised if, if they make a change at uh, coaching, you know, at where well, coach um, soon.
1: It's funny you say that, but uh, you know, you say Slum Village, does that mean they're selfish? They want you to tell yourself and they can't help it?
2: Hey, I, hey you know what I'm saying? They, they, they're selfish enough to only have four wins. This team should should be, this team should be 7-2. and two. they They've lost some close ones. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you look at this schedule, you look at the way how did, it, did some of the uh, games went, especially down the stretch. This team should be seven and two, but instead they four and five. This is coaching. Agreed. They're good on they good they they're decent on both sides of the ball. So again, man, you know they him mm-hmm, I don't know how long he gonna last, but I don't think he's gonna last too much longer.
1: And for those that didn't get the reference, uh song is Selfish by Slum Village featuring Kanye West. It gave you uh, the line from the polo fleece to the Jesus piece. I got people in high places like Jesus' niece. Can I please say my piece? If y'all fresh and depth, then I'm deceased. I knew Can that was cheese, coming? Baby. I knew
0: that mm-hmm. was happening. Ch- Chinchilla Ch- rap.
2: Chinchilla
1: bars right there. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorites. Um, Matt says, uh, Detroit is a fun and easy team to root for. I agree. And I get Detroit. I used to get Detroit a lot of shit. Because when I saw Detroit on Washington's schedule, I was like, huh,
0: that's a W. I can't even say that anymore. We you know, you can after they, they, they had their winning season because they broke their streak on us. I, I, we are the streak breakers.
1: We do yeah. that. Um, Paul says, uh, Brandon Staley also confirmed just a guy. I won't get into Brandon Staley and, 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 you know, being a coach of the charges because everybody knows how I feel about that. So we don't have to go about it. That should have been still Anthony Lynn, but we're not going to get into that. Um, don't do that. Uh, Paul also says Dan Campbell is another story. Once he started talking about biting kneecaps off, I knew I could play for Dan Campbell. Like, I, I mean, as much as I love Ron, if Dan Campbell called me right now and be like, Hey, Give me 15 snaps a game. Don't do nothing but pin your ears back and rush the, rush the quarterback. All right. That's all you need? 15 snaps a game? That's it. All right. I'll take veteran minimum. Shit, I won't even take that. I'll take league minimum. Let's do it. Man, you don't get your butt inside and be a three technique. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that, too. Impulses. Uh, but DeMarco, though. Oh, uh, Demico, Demico Ryan's. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh. got to get to that, too.
1: We're only thing I gotta it. say
0: is and, and I'm I'm done on the Detroit game um the HBO um what's the preseason show that they do hard knocks hard knocks the bump is real if you've watched the last year or two you've seen more powder blue and silver in stadiums that you would never see it at before they are actually starting to take over stadiums and travel well. I don't know mm-hmm. how hard these fans are, but they are on they they got their boarding pass for the um for the bandwagon, and everybody popped in their seats. So
1: and I, I agree, and it seems like that's uh that's something new, man. But it's beautiful. I love it. Love to see him on the come up. And as alluded to just a few seconds ago, we were talking about D'Amico Ryan's. He pulls out a win. Uh, I believe that was in Cincinnati. Texans beat the Bengals, uh, 30 to 27. Oh, shoot, I didn't get y'all no stats for the last game, so I do apologize for that. Um, Midnight Rider, bang, uh, Texas Bengals, first and
0: foremost, Thanos sitting in for you, nailed the Noah Brown seven receptions, 172 yards. I told you. Probably three or four weeks ago, it's something about this Texans team, and I've been saying it all the last couple of weeks, the last month. I've been a Texans fanatic, and it's I don't know what it is. They just have the right formula. It it, it just it just doesn't. I think it's C.J. Stroud to be honest. He's playing way better quarterback than I thought he was going to play. Um, their receivers are solid enough where they're they're overachieving. No Brown overachieving. Um, Tank Dell. Overachieving, Nico Collins, overachieving. So they're just they're just got a bunch of guys that are in the right spot that are taking advantage, advantage of the opportunities they are given, and they're they're five and four. I'm telling you, this team is going to be in the hunt towards the end for a playoff spot. The only thing that might hurt them is the fact that this AFC North has a bunch of teams that are going to be right in that mix as well. So they that might be their only issue. Delonte,
1: he's gone. Okay, I think he he working on something. Oh, he gone gone. Okay, yeah. Um, this was a game that I think I picked the Bengals to win this, not because of anything against the Texans, but I picked the Bengals because I thought the Bengals were on their resurgence. Uh, but thirty to twenty seven, not a bad. Not not a bad loss, but a loss is a loss. Uh, C.J. Stroud, 23 of 39, 356. A touchdown and an interception. Joe Burrow, 27 of 43, 47, two TDs and two picks. Devin Singletary, 30 carries, 150 yards. This is two weeks ago we would look like geniuses. Let's say that. Um, Joe Mixon, 11 carries, 46 yards. As mentioned before, Noah Brown, 7 for 172. Jamal Chase showing he's still around and he deserves that bag, five receptions, 124 and a touchdown. Uh, If not this season, I think next season, the Texans will be back in the hunt uh, as one of the formidable top-tier teams in the AFC. Hmm. And I, I will say that, and I'll give them a lot of credit because they're just that damn good, and they're coached very well. You know, last year with Lovey Smith, Lovey's Lovey. You know, but Lovey wasn't the – he he wasn't going to be the answer. He was the stopgap until they found their guy, and I hate that. But call a spade a spade. He was just a stopgap guy. He should have been the guy, but I'm not even mad that they hired D'Amico because D'Amico is taking his team to new heights. Why, why are you loving what? Lovey? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's wrong why with Lovey? Why
0: are you loving Lovey? The, the right move was made because yeah, he was what you said. He was a stopgap. Yeah, but you don't use a Lovey smith as a stopgap. You okay. you use you use
1: somebody else.
0: You so use that's use... what
1: Bill O'Brien should have been. That's what that's what uh, 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 Brandon Staley should have been. You know, these, these are stopgap guys, these guys can't get what Cliff
0: Kingsbury is stopgap guy until you get who you want, Urban Meyer. No, David Culley, the first stop guy, and then Lovey Smith, because they're both guys that they're not getting the other job. They're not getting any other job. They're, they're on nobody else's list but the Houston Texans list the last two years. That's it. Ain't nobody calling them. But hold on.
1: If it came down to defense, and I'm jumping ahead, if it came down to defense, the coaching tree that Lovey Smith is on, when it comes to defense, I would love to have Lovey Smith coach my defense. At least I know I got inspired guys. I know I'm running. I'm not running a, a, a five three or a shell of this and a shell of now. Nah, we running Tampa two and we coming with that
0: heat. Let's get Delonte in because we're we're getting caught up in our in our mix. Hmm. Delonte, so, Texas
2: versus um, Davis. Uh First off, I, I was I was surprised um, at this final score. Uh, well, n- actually, not the final score, the fact that the Texans won. But then, <coughs> excuse me, I'm looking at the um, the body of work so far this season, and you gotta be impressed. Um, C.J. Stroud, he's a you know a game manager like already. You know what I'm saying? Um, their defense, they got some dogs on defense, some young dogs. Um, Yet the Texans, I would, um, top 10 next season. mm, mm, It's it's possible, but probably within, um, for sure within a couple seasons. If this team stays together, yeah, they're gonna be good to go, man. Um, they're gonna be good to go. Um, and they can, you know, stay clear of any like major injuries. They'll be set. Um, the Bengals, um, I don't know, man. I was thinking about them earlier. uh, Do I see them making the playoffs? I'm not sure because that AFC North is that's tough. Like everybody good in the AFC North. I only I only think no team have a losing record in the uh, AFC North. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They all got winning records, so it's gonna be tough. But but then again, the whole division can um, make the playoffs. It's possible. You know what I'm saying, um, but Cincinnati, I think now's the time they got to start um, stringing along some, you know, some wins. They got to go on a nice little run um, because it's a lot of five and four teams, it's a lot of four and five teams, it's a lot of five and five teams, uh, a lot of six and three teams. So it's just, you know, the you know the playoff picture as it stands today is pretty jumbled. So if Cincinnati they want to separate themselves, man, they got to. They better start winning.
1: Well, Paul says uh David Cully was done wrong. I think he was done wrong. I also think lovey was done wrong. We can do a whole show on people that was done wrong. I think Deshaun was done wrong. But hey, <laughs> I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. That's all I am. I'm just a guy. Um Next up, this one is interest with Delonte. Bills go down to the Broncos 24-22 on Monday Night Football. Uh Broncos Country Let's Ride. Delonte, you take that one first.
2: Who? So uh first off, shout out to the Bills. Shout out to my man BJ um who, who's not who um who's not on the show tonight. Uh definitely no trash talk. The Bills, you know, even with a five and five record is still a dangerous team. You know, and I'm not just saying that that's not propaganda It's still a dangerous team uh, with that uh, what I watched last night was a game of I don't want to win um you know what I'm saying we yeah we, we caused like what was it four or five four turnovers but you know we weren't really doing nothing you know what I'm saying uh, until the end um, with Russell when he had to kind of improvise uh, which I was happy to see him doing. Um, <clears throat> some of the, uh, you know, them, them, trick dump, um, passes he was throwing and everything, you know, I was good to see him kind of like reach back to his Seattle elements and, you know, kind of will us to that win, uh, the, the 12 men on the field, um, saga at the end of the game, that was scary. Cause I, cause you know, before then when Lutz missed that field goal, um, I, you know, I was telling my colleague. Earlier, um, I had picked up a broom, and I I didn't know what I was going to do with that broom. It was definitely, you know, as a result of anger from him missing that field goal. But thanks for the twelve minute on the field, we got another shot. We was able to win. So the broom and I don't know what I was going to hit, but you know everything was was safe. Uh, as let me wrap this up real quick. As far as um, my squad go, um, I don't I don't. I think we're going to be I'm gonna be honest, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs, but I think, you know, this was um a good building point for us. Uh we beat the Chiefs you know, a couple weeks ago and then we beat uh Buffalo. So, you know, it's, it's it's a good building point. Um and I definitely think we should um hold on to Rush. Well, We can't afford to let him go anyway, so he'll be there next year. But shout shout out to the uh to the squad for the win.
0: I couldn't say it any better. I couldn't say it any better. Uh, it looked like a game that both teams wanted to lose. Um, neither wanted to win. Uh, Buffalo did all finally try to use their run game to get them going, uh, to get them started up. And then Russ ran the ball. And I think that was the key to this whole setup was Russ running the ball uh, instead of just dumping it off or whatever. Russ getting yards, becoming a weapon because that unlocks his offense. Uh, Russ is now, like he's kind of descended from the top 10 or 12 to right around 15 to 16, because now he's a game manager. That's all he can really give you right now. And I partially, we kind of had a discussion earlier, Delonte, but I think part of the problem is Delonte, I'm sorry, not Delonte, but it's Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. I feel like Sutton doesn't get enough separation to be a number one. And I feel like Judy doesn't catch the ball consistently enough to be a number one. Um, and I I think the tight end, what's the kid from UCLA? Is it Dolchich? Something like that. Yep. Yep. Uh is he hurt or is he playing right now? He's oh, he's hurt. Okay. So that's the other guy that I thought was a weapon for y'all. Um, so when I watch them play, I feel like at times they leave Russ out. Like they they leave him hang him out the dry. Like he's there. They just don't help him enough for him to be successful. And I could be wrong, but that's just the two times I've seen them. And for some reason, y'all don't want to get the kid
2: Mims the ball on a consistent oh, basis. What? Oh not to cut you off, but that is that is like one of my frustrations. Like, yo, this this kid can flat out ball. Did you see what he did against Washington? Right. Yeah. Like what? Like you know, one on one cover. Like he was, he was burning the cornerback. Um, the Are you serious? Now, now, granted, and, and and my bad, not not to cut in in your segment. He um, no, you he do a thing with the with the uh, with the returns, but we gotta get this kid some some touches as a wide receiver. That's why we drafted him.
0: And then the three headed monster you guys rock with P-Ron, Uh, Javante Williams and um, the kid McLaughlin, that's another option where you're just getting explosiveness. Now, I want to see we're at, what, week 10 right now? I want to see the stretch. I want to see the last four weeks of the season because I think by that time, Javante Williams will be back into his flow that he had his rookie season, and I think he'll be a little bit more explosive as we go down the stretch. And all that's going to do is just help McLaughlin and Pete Ryan out
2: Mm
0: -hmm. a few stats from the game
1: 24 29 was russell wilson 193 two touchdowns josh Allen, 15 to 26 77 a touchdown two picks uh james cook 12 carries 109 uh williams for denver 21 carries 79 yards courtland sutton led denver in receiving yards and receptions eight receptions 53 yards gabe davis for the bills two receptions 56 yards and uh, Matt asked the question, "What's going on? Seriously, what is going on with Buffalo?" Well, I think Buffalo addressed what was going on. Ken Dorsey was relieved of his duties, fired, if you will, a little earlier because of uh, the ineptitude of this Baltimore, Baltimore, Buffalo offense the last few games. I think they've they've uh, they've pretty much taken care of. Uh, their problem for the time being i mean you got to work things in and you know you got to work guys in and stuff like that you got to you know get things going but i think ken dorsey held this offense back an awful lot and it kind of shows you that dable was actually the glue that held this together you cannot fall apart because there is no brian dable guys come and go all the time you still got to go out there and you got to ball out Trayvon Diggs is talking about you got to get fourteen out of there. Speaking of his brother, uh, uh, Stephon, you got to you got to get him out of there. Hey, Buffalo got to hold their other receivers accountable. They they got a lot to work on, and they got to get it done as a fucking p. Not just for just to save their season because they're sitting at what five and five right now. There's no way Buffalo should be five and five after ten weeks. Buffalo should be at the least seven and three. But
0: Agreed. you're five to five. Agree. No, I think I think I mean I said this earlier. Um I think first is Josh Allen decision making. But I think second is um what is Ken Dorsey? Like what are the situations that Ken Dorsey is putting josh allen in to be successful and then the third thing for me personally i remember the clip from last year when dorsey was in the coach's booth and he destroys the keyboard or whatever he destroys he throws a temper tantrum in that office and in my head that stuck out to me it's okay to go off but that was a little extra and i feel like maybe that attitude or maybe that kind of reaction to stuff. It may have worn thin in the locker room. And that's where you have some of the disconnect that you guys are talking about. I'm not saying that's what happened. Midnight writer's not reporting anything. All I'm saying is that's one of my theories I'm working off of is maybe his act got a little too too old. And maybe, you know, the guys don't want to listen to you if you're not um, in right control or if you're just doing stuff just to be doing stuff. Like they'll start tuning you out. And maybe that's the case. So I'm glad that um Buffalo did this sooner than later. Um, I think Doc Walker had a line today. Is he says it's never too soon to take the trash out? It's never too soon to take the trash out. I like that. Uh, we'll see how Buffalo
1: responds to this because I damn sure will keep an eye on it.
0: But, oh, but let's is, bring this it This is McDermott's job right here. Yeah, there's no there's no other way to say it. McDermott is either gone. Uh, If they don't make the playoffs, or he's still there because they're making a run.
1: Kind of sort of like the situation we have here in D.C. The Washington Commanders drop a heartbreaker and drop the four and six to the Seattle Seahawks 29 26.
0: Midnight Rider, I'll let you have it first. This speaks to what I talked about. Early in this, earlier in this thing when I was asking questions about Eric B. enemy Um I think the, the guy has this kid playing great ball, but I've always talked about the valleys. All season long, I keep talking about we keep getting in these valleys where we don't run offense, we don't play well. And there was a stretch about five or six drives where you didn't really boo the football. And I think that's the part of this game that, E.B. has to fix. He has to do. He has to go to the run game a little bit sooner. I know K.G. always talks about having fifteen to twenty attempts for B.J. Uh, I mean, I'm not, not B.J. but Brian Robinson. I don't know. I don't know if that's the number. I don't know what it is. Uh, I am happy to see that they are throwing to the backs more the last three weeks. And Brian Robinson had a killer game receiving. I think he had six catches for like 140 yards, something like that. 119. All right. So and then Gibson had a receiving touchdown as well. So they're they're moving the football. The problem is this defense can't stop anybody. It's like it's like this defense is the equivalent of you taking a band-aid and putting on a gunshot wound. Um been
1: uh been, been here before. That's all I'm gonna say is been there. At, mm. Go
0: ahead. I, when I get my
2: chance, i will go. it's, it's 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 to you or Delonte. I'm good. Delonte. Um. So yeah, I. I uh, the commanders they they definitely could have won that uh, won that game. Well played. Um. I just think that Seattle they you know they just made you know bigger plays down the stretch to uh, to win. Um. Y'all receiving corps. I like y'all receiving court. Um, y'all got some shifty uh, receivers, man. And then Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell. He's, he'll be. He's gonna be gooder than good in, in like maybe another two seasons. Um, you know, we you know we just gotta keep in mind. I understand it's frustrating, but he's young. You know what I'm saying? So he's still learning. But um, yeah, man. I I, I think. Um, Actually, y'all whole team, the commanders, y'all y'all be good to go in another couple of seasons, man. Well, better. I mean, you know, I'm it's even better. Like you guys are good now, in my opinion, but you're gonna be even better in a couple of seasons.
1: Let me say this, and being absolutely hundred percent honest from the bottom of my heart. Anybody in this fan base that believes that the quarterback is the problem. I need you to get your revolver, preferably a 38 snub nose, loaded all the way around, put it inside your mouth and pull the trigger,
0: kill yourself. <laughs> because the, de- the sideline junkies do not condone violence in any way, shape, or form. No, we don't. I, I take that back.
1: If you feel no, that the don't. quarterback is the problem, then the problem is you. I just got to gotta look. She's in the dark, and I can see her smoldering pretty. Out. God, girl, you are so
0: fucking beautiful. <laughs> clean it up. Get Delonte's room and clean it up. <laughs> yeah, no, but all, it, jokes it's still
2: sad.
1: <laughs> all jokes aside, if you think the quarterback's the problem, the problem is you. Sam Howell, 29-44, 3-12 and three touchdowns. I don't know how he could have played a better game. Uh, Brian Robinson, like we said before, six catches, 119. He only had eight carries for 38 yards. That's where the game could have got better at. Because you could have ran, you had time, you could have ate some clock up and ran that ball. You know, you could have done something. Uh Jimeno Smith, 31 to 47, 369, and two touchdowns. Uh Walker, 19 carries, 63 yards. DK Metcalf, seven catches, 98 yards. Washington has to make a move. I thought that they would have made this move two weeks ago, but Jack Del Rio has to go. He has to be the first one gone. Because I said something earlier in the sideline junkies group, and the Midnight Rider didn't agree with me. It was a list of players that were inherited by JD when oh. He got his. And out of all of those players, I think only two are here. And he said, you know, under talent. But I'm like, you have to cultivate talent. Some guys are scheme guys, some guys are just talented all the way around the board. But they played their best ball here.
0: No mind. I'm just, I can't, I can't, I can't. This you don't want you I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to argue.
1: You no, know no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Because I know what you're saying. And you know what? I will give you ioditis. I will give you that one. Because he was a fit for what they were doing. I don't know if he was a fit. He's obviously not a fit for Ron. Because they no. got rid of him. And they right. didn't want to pay him. Like, you no, know, they let him walk. Whatever That's was. What they did. They let him walk. They felt his price
1: tag was too high for that next contract. But he was willing to go, to negotiate,
0: so I'll, I'll give you I'll acquiesce on that. But some of them other names on that list, no, we never we never got to see what Ruben Foster could do. He he didn't have a knee. You can't see what he has. You had he's to the shot. But it's he he's he's st- he's playing ball though. He just started like last year. I think he's in like the um, USFL or the XFL. But you had to give him a chance to get back. You well, never what? gave him a chance after two years. You was like, Yeah, well, all right, forget it. You're not gonna play no more. Bye. You didn't give him a chance to work himself back. He had a devastating knee injury, KG. It's so, not okay. This, this isn't like you, you can't just sit on him and wait for him. I I understand that, but stick,
1: bro. You can't give up on talent when you don't even know you you know what you got, but you don't know what you got. You see yeah, what I'm saying? You
0: do know what you got, you gotta do with a bad leg.
1: If that's the case, if that's the case, maybe not the same thing, but Washington took a took a chance on a dude that had two torn ACLs, and he still came here and was a thousand-yard rusher. What they took a chance on Terry Allen? Two torn what ACLs? I mean, dude, this is the, the there's a difference. This dude. Yes, he wore his that, Modern medicine has changed, but modern I mean, medicine,
0: have, put, a pin. put a pin in it because we can argue about this all night. Because you, you made me argue that in gin pop, I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call it gin pop? <laughs> and I was waiting for content. No,
1: nah, I didn't, I, that wasn't content, that was just me putting pointing out something. But was I, think, I think Jack Del Rio has to go, I think he has to go because. The defense lost this game. When it came down to it, the let me let me rephrase that: the defense and the referees caused Washington this game.
0: I'll stick with the first part of that: the defense. No, I really. say the
1: referees because now answer me this: was that hit by Forbes early in the game? Was that targeting?
0: Was that ejectable? You're talking. See, you're talking to a kid of a rough. So I don't. There, I have limits when I when I talk about them affecting the ball game. So I'm not, I'm not. That's not a fair conversation for us. Okay, that wasn't ejectable
1: offense in my in my in my mind. And a I lot agree. of a 15 yards, I'll give you that. But ejectable, no. I uh, agree. The pass interference on the last drive. I think it was third and five or something like they were, It was third and long. They were going to punt after that. It was an uncatchable ball. You call pass interference. Why are you calling pass interference? That was not a catchable ball. I thought on catchable balls, you didn't call passes first. You should have picked the flag up, put it back in your pocket. Washington walks out of there with a win. They Maybe. handed
0: Seattle this damn game. Maybe. I don't say they would because you still had to play defense. Well, you still
1: had to play offense to get back because I think that was – it was 26-26. Yeah. Washington came back. But the thing is, this is like a, a, a fight where Washington was getting pummeled against the ropes. And they kind of leaned back with the rope-and-dope, caught their breath, and just start coming back and start firing shots off. And then it's like the, the, the referee kind of interjected and was like, look, you don't defend yourself, it's over. And they kept punching back. That's one thing I can say. They did not give up. They kept punching back. But the defense just did not stand tall, did not respond. When we have games like this, I don't want to hear anything from Jonathan Allen. I don't want to hear anything from anybody on the defense. When you do an interview, we didn't get the job done. We got to try again next week. I don't want to hear no. Oh well, if it was this and this, I don't want to hear none of that. Don't give me no diatribe. Don't give me no anecdotes. Don't give me none of that. You didn't do your job. Bottom line, that's it. That's all. There's nothing else that needs to be said. Move on and send the cane. We got okay We got
0: to let Delonte talk. Delonte went already. I was he late. Yes. He, yes,
2: he already went.
0: Oh, okay. I was late. You don't need to do it. Cause I, I, I got caught in that little exchange. My bad. This is <laughs> nah, one of yeah, good. Good but moving on,
1: moving right along, uh, Washington lose this game, drop the, what's that, four and six. Uh, Yo, you said something earlier.
0: This is what I wanted to address. What's that? Look, sit back in your chair. If you got a rocker, sit in your rocker. Give them until Black Friday, okay? I know everybody wants Jack Del Rio gone sooner than later, but just wait until Black Friday and see what happens. Because I have a feeling that if this team doesn't perform well on um, Thursday, Thanksgiving at 430, I'm talking about if this defense gets obliterated for 400 yards, and they stay with their average totals right now, he's gone.
2: Mm.
0: And they'll figure out the rest. They'll let Steve Russ or the DB coach, they'll let somebody else call plays, and they'll just, they'll just figure it out down the stretch. But that's that's the one breaking point. The other breaking point is the bye week. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, now we're going to go rapid-fire. This is not going to be a long segment, this next segment, but it has to be talked about. Um, and where did I go? Banners. This is what I like to call the Harden experiment. James Harden traded to the Clippers. Um, five games. They've lost all five games. Here's a graphic of Harden's uh, stacks for five games with the Clippers. 13 points, five rebounds. I'm sorry. Yeah, five rebounds, four assists, 47 points shooting. Gentlemen, I mean, it, it was a – I guess you call it a successful transplant, but the
0: patient died? No, it was five games.
1: But they can't
0: – 82-game season. This isn't the NFL. Like, we're, we're reacting to five games like it's weak like it's the first 5 weeks of the season like you got to give this time i have personally a theory that a team needs at least 20 games to gel before anything happens i got to give you at least 20 games and the reason is because basketball is one of those sports that it's the most what's the word it's the most dependent on team chemistry i'm going to say it again basketball is the most dependent on team chemistry, because you got twelve guys, and only five goes on the court, and most teams only play eight for the most part. That's the end of your rotation. So that relationship between those eight guys got to be the most important thing to your to your lineup. And the problem is they got four guys that are all basketball dependent. They have to create their own. So you're not you don't have anybody that plays off the basketball well. So that's gonna be a learning curve. You you can't give this five games. This is going this is literally gonna take twenty. I even think it might take thirty before they figure it out. And this might be one of those teams that they're gonna to have to figure this out so they're gonna to have to figure this out towards the end of the season so they can get like in the play-in game or in the lower part of the seating for the for the um for the Western um playoffs. Mm-hmm lot' they can't be scared to pull the trigger on a deal to get rid of somebody
1: either. It's gonna
2: be Russ. It's always Russ. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think um, Russ. He 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 might um <clears throat> he might be the fall guy in this situation. Although he's playing decent, um, he actually been playing decent since he got to um, L.A. with well, the Clippers. Um, Harden, man. It's, Hmm. I I I think this is his, um. This might be his last team before he he gets the John the John Wall treatment. Um, you know, and, and, and that's sad. You know, that's a sad story within itself. Um, because John Wall, he should still be in the league. He should definitely still be in the league. Um, but Harden, I think you know it's a lot of drama that you know these teams are not putting up with. Um, you know. Ask about uh, Kevin Porter. You know what I'm saying. Um, see where he's at. See where he he will never be at again. But Harden, man, he just just play your game, man. Play your game. Yeah, y'all off to a bad start. Y'all 0 and 5. Y'all got a team full of L A. um guys with him, um Paul, uh, PG Kawhi, and um and Russ. You know, but man, you know what I'm saying. Just um, I, I I agree with uh, with the Midnight Rider to a, a great extent. It definitely takes more than a five game sample to, you know, develop a, a chemistry. Like it's it is you're gonna need a, a, a decent twenty. You might even you might need a decent twenty four. But right. you know what I'm saying, Harden man, you know he just 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 get back to who you you know what I'm saying who you were, man. You know if you claim to be the system and not a system player, show us that. You know what I'm saying? Show us that. You you know what I'm saying? Just stop. Just you know, just just play your game, man. Just play your game. I don't want him to end up like John Wall. I don't want him to end up like Iverson. You know what I'm saying? And you all saw with how they did um AI. You know what I'm saying? They gave him a was it wasn't even a, a a boat boat. I think it was like a, a like a paddle boat. You know what I'm saying? As a retirement gift, like you know what i'm saying so let's play your game Harden. that's all i can say man some call harden the best scorer
1: of this generation i don't believe so my opinion some call him the greatest i heard somebody call him the greatest scorer ever and i was like no that would be one wilt chamberlain but that's just my opinion as a basketball peers. Uh, Harden has a game that seems like with the rule changes it hasn't adapted. You know, Iso and that step back and all of that and people are reading that. People, People watch tape now. He gonna have to pull some more tricks out the bag. If you want this LA experiment to work, you gotta pull some tricks out the bag, you gotta do something. But this ain't it. So, uh, Hell, if you want, you know, really work. If you take Harden and send Harden to Chicago for Zach Levine. Zach Levine to fit out there in L.A. Harden to fit in Chicago. Him and DeRozan together. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I like that. Please do
0: it. Yes. The thoughts that were brought to you just now are those of a delusional Chicago Bulls fan. They <laughs> do not reflect the thoughts of the sideline junkies. <laughs> <gasps> oh man,
1: let's get through this. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the week. Once again, it's Tuesday. So every Tuesday, uh-oh. He called a timeout. He he called the timeout. Is it a full? All right, let's go. Let's go. We're ready. Okay. E- every Tuesday, the Midnight Rider brings to you his special, special, special segment called
0: The List. You just made the list this week. We're going to start off basically at a nursing home because I don't know how this guy's still in college, Um, but he plays for the University of Oregon. Um, I've been very reluctant to put him on the list because I just don't see how it translates to the next level. But I did say one thing. I'm going to be true to the college experience. So at number five from the University of Oregon, Bo Nix, you just Made the list at number four. He's been hard fast in the top three, but he just keeps falling. Maybe it's the fall of his teammates. Maybe it's just because eh, that line isn't that good. I don't know. So Shador Sanders from Colorado, you just made the list at number three. He was last, last week's number two. This week he's number three. I mean, hold on, hold on. I can give you a hint. That's right. The young man Jordan Travis from Florida State. You just made the list at number two. Here he is. It's the fall guy. It's the stunt dummy. It's the guy that I don't understand how he's still healthy because he runs into every big hit in college football. But we're going to go down to the bayou, get up one of them balls on there. We're going to get us Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, you have made the list at number one. Well, you know what it is, you know who it is. It's the man, it's the myth, it's the legend. Unfortunately, he couldn't stay healthy at Indiana. He's another guy I'll be concerned about when it comes to the pros. KG, what does he give off? Big Penis Energy. That's right, Michael Penis, your Baby. Here he is, University of Washington Zone. So, a quick rundown of the list. You know, I always do a list from the top to the bottom. At number one, Michael Penix Jr., Washington. At number two, we got Jaden Daniels from LSU. At number three, Jordan Travis, Florida State. Number four, Shador Sanders, Colorado. And at number five, we got Bo Nix. And that's because, I guess, Bo knows. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is another edition of You Just made the list
1: thank you for that midnight rider uh as usual rousing uh very informative I was surprised that your daughter had fell but we can't control that so we can't control that and I do think it's the fault of the offensive line, but yeah there it is uh well, we come to that part of the show where we got to wrap that shit up, B. Um, I got one thing, and then I got to pass over to the Midnight Rider, and then if Delonte has something, we go with that. Um, uh, my one thing is, I posted this in the Sideline Junkies group. I shared it. Um, Ryan Tannehill said I'm going to be here to answer any questions he may have <laughs> and help him out along the way. That's what he said about Will Levis. F you, Ryan Tannehill. Because when it was Malik Willis. I ain't helping him it's not my job to help him and it gave off
0: i know what vibes guys. you thinking i know what huh? vibes you thinking but i'm gonna stop you i think this is more about his mortality that's what some people say somebody i was reading the comments on the original post some people say you know he he sees the clock ticking dog your clock been ticking for the last 4 years no 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 he sees the clock ticking but he actually sees and, and this is going to be this is where you can get mad at me, KG. But you actually see somebody that's better than him. So that's okay. why he's willing to that's why he's going to help Will Levis. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. That's why he's willing to help Will Levis because Will Levis is actually good. And Malik Here's Willis ain't. Here's the thing: because
1: Malik Willis is not good. It don't matter, bro. I know you're not beating me out for this. I'm going to have you under my wing. I'm going to teach you how to be a pro. I'm going to teach you everything. You know how many jobs I had where I had to train people that weren't as good as me? And I told them everything they needed to know how to do it the correct way. I encouraged them every which way. You know how many times I had to train people to take over the job that I was qualified for that I got passed over for? And really? I had to train them how to do their job? How many times I had to do that with a smile on my face? Bruh, it's not about that. It's about making the team better. Because if we all good, we all win. Because you a Super Bowl championship does not happen. If it did happen, one person does not get a ring. Everybody gets a ring. Everybody upstairs, the water boy, the, the practice squad, the ladies in the office,
0: everybody gets a ring. That's our goal. But you, if you remember correctly, um... Darryl, not Daryl Green, Brian Mitchell used to always say this on the radio. He was like, it takes two or three practices for us to know. And I'm just gonna tell you, KG, I think those two or three practices with Malik Willis, they felt and they knew that he had no chance. No chance in him. And that's why that's why you when you are Tannehill, you like, no, nah, I ain't I ain't gotta show him a whole bunch because he's not good enough to be but be, be, he's not better than me. When you see Will Levis throw the football, it is a totally different experience. Agreed. When he threw that, and I knew that at his, and if you go back to the tapes of us in the pre-draft process, I told you this kid's arm was special. I don't know what kind of mind he has, but his arm is special. So, yeah, that's where I think that comes in. Okay. Okay. Go to Delonte because I got two
1: things. All right, Delonte, you got any final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest?
2: Um, a good, good one for um, Broncos country. Um, the commanders, they, they'll they they'll definitely bounce back. Um, that's 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 about it, man. Yep, that's about it. All right, so. so- one today,
0: if you guys were paying attention, um, the Nats had to make three moves. They cut or released Abbott, Dominic Smith, and Andres Machado because they had to get um, they had to put three players on their 40 man roster. So, in baseball, basically, your 40 man roster is the roster that's protected. If there are guys under certain that aren't protected by what's called for the rule five draft you can potentially lose those players um, because the team can just pick them off your lineup. It's almost like a version, baseball's version of the supplemental draft. The only difference is when you pick a player in this rule file draft, that player has to stay on your main roster for the whole season, or they have to be injured. So that's the only thing you got to worry about with that. Um, for people that do know names, Victor Robles did get his arbitration picked up, so he signed for another year um don't read too much into that he he's he's on the thinnest of ice that there could be so don't get too caught up in that and I'm telling you right now if they have to protect somebody else in for this rule file draft he's probably he may be one of the first ones to go so don't worry about that number two I know we talk about it I talk about it jokingly but the end season tournament Tonight, we got OKC against um, San Antonio, Wimby versus Chet. The floor is done up. We got the pretty floor with the the NBA cup in the middle of the floor, the NBA cup as the the lanes and the free throw lines. Um, I got to give basketball credit. At least they're trying. They're trying to promote this. Every commercial break, you see the in-season tournament logo. Um, On the sideline Junkies' page, I post the standings every week, but I'm posted just because it's something that we got to start paying attention to. And I know this isn't something for us. I keep telling, I say this every time I talk about it. This ain't our tournament. This is the Generation Below Us tournament. So, but we got to be good caretakers of the game and and have responsibility and at least watch it to see if anything comes out of it. Because all you're doing is watching the games you would normally watch. The only difference is we got some ramifications on it. I was going to make like a joke earlier because Steph Curry's not playing tonight. And I was like, dang, Steph can't play in the in season tournament game? But I I, I I pumped the brakes. I stopped myself because I didn't want to sound like a jerk or be a jerk. Being a jerk is fine. So, All
1: right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we are uh, at the end of the line of the train. We uh, be back Thursday, quick show before Thursday night football. Um, Man, it's been a whirlwind week in the NFL, NBA. So enjoy the in-season tournament. Enjoy the NBA. Enjoy the sports that's on TV right now. So for the man of the hour, Delante. for the Ben Night DiRod- Rider, Ben, I'm the big guy, KG. Y'all know the motto, baby. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.